people often think keeping the peace just means avoid conflict. But I don't think that's true. I think that if there is an actual issue or if there's something that's said that was inappropriate or that was bothersome to you to just brush it off and say, ah, I'm not going to let it bother me when it did bother you. That's yeah. it's almost like creating like a false peace. There is an issue and I respect you enough that I'd like to discuss it. I'd like to talk about it. Welcome to the Wayward Lasses All The Things podcast. In this podcast, we explore all the things that we have battled with and triumphed over along our own health and wellness journeys. Our goal is to provide real content for real women at every age and stage in life and to bring encouragement and community to all of our Wayward Lasses out there. Are you ready to make a change and start your journey to becoming the best version of yourself? You've come to the right place. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 18, I believe, of the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast. I'm your host today, Courtney, joined by my mama, Amy. Mama. <laughs> Hello, everyone. And my Ooh. sister, Brittany. Hello, sister, 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 sister. I was, I was just bringing some New York. My mom. I should have said my mother, my, my mother, mother and my sister, my mother and my sister. <laughs> All right. Well, today we are going to give you the riveting conclusion of um, our discussion last week, where we talked about a post that Brittany found titled "The Seven Sentences I Wish I Read Sooner." We're going to give you the last three statements, I believe, from that post. But before we get into it, you guys know what time it is. Time for some trivia. Trivia. We love trivia. (laughs) And yeah, so I'm changing it up once again because I like to change things up. And I'm going to give you guys some movie trivia today. So these are quotes from movies. Oh, Lord. Um, I decided to just make it, you know, fun. I'm not going for like trying to make it super hard. We don't have Jordan Palmer on the show today, so we're about <laughs> making it ridiculous. Um, all right, so I'm going to give you a movie quote, and you're going to tell me the movie, okay? Bonus points if you can tell me the character who said it. Right. First one, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Ready? Ogres are like onions. Shrek. Mike Myers. He's not the Very character. Good. Shrek. Uh, Shrek. You didn't Character, say the actor. Oh, well, fine. Shrek. I got Shrek. I said Shrek. Who played it by Mike, by Mike Myers. That was <laughs> okay. one for me. No, I said the same time. You just have a louder voice. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Well, number two. Um, number two is put some Windex on it. <gasps> oh, that's my big fat Greek wedding. And that's dad. The dad. No, it's the aunt. Well, the right? father. They all say it. The dad the says dad. it. The dad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was thinking of the bun cake. Oh, I fixed the cake. I fixed the cake. The hole hole in this cake. (laughs) That's a great movie. (laughs) All right. Next one. Ready? Why so serious? Batman. It is Dark Knight. Heath Ledger. Joker. My God. Brittany's like uh, Speedy. Speedy Gonzalez. Speedy Gonzalez today. Speedy. You you got You guys guys are doing good. I'm not really keeping track of the points. I hope you are. It's me. I'm Um, winning them all. I am. I'm winning. I'm winning. (laughs) All right. I got this one. I don't know if you know this one, Britt, but I'm going to give it to you. And I'll say it the way the person says it. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Oh, is that? It's the movie 300. Close. You're very oh my God. right in the wheelhouse. Oh. Actually, it's a completely different it's empire. Gladiator. Gladiator. No. <laughs> and oh. it's Russell Crowe. 
Yeah. Pro. Maximus Decimus Aurelius. What's his name? Maximus <laughs> Decimus Aurelius. What did you call me? <laughs> his name is Maximus Decimus Aurelius. Oh, look at you. Jorge. All right, how about this one? Jorge. Jorge. <laughs> Jorge. There is no Jorge here. Ho, ho, back it up. Ho, ho. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next one. She doesn't even go here. Oh, Mean Girls. Uh, yeah. What is this, like 90s movie or something? Actually, no. That was like circa 2010. All right, All right next. You had me at hello. Oh, Jerry Maguire. Oh, God. Yes, good for you, Mom. Oh, look at you. Who says it? Who says it? Character or the actor? Tom Not Cruise. Tom Cruise, is it? No. Uh, it's the girl oh, in it. Not Winona. Whatever the heck. What's her name? Meg Ryan. Not Meg Ryan. Wait. Ah, what's her name? I'm what's the movie again? Do you see no, my impression? She's like this. Oh, Renee Zellweger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's the movie again? Jeremy Jeremy Maguire. Maguire. Is it, okay. Oh my gosh. You guys listening was, could not see, but I just... In the camera, made a Renee Zellger facial impression, and pretty got it. <laughs> that was really good. That was a very good impression. Well, thank you. All right, next, ready, Ma. Hopefully, oh, you get this. I hope so. Hello, my name Indigo Montoya. You go my father. Prepare to die. I didn't even finish. I just said hello. <laughs> you said my name is. Another great movie. <laughs> All right, couple more, couple more. This is fun. Ready? You can handle the truth. Oh, few good men. Yes. Who said and, it? Uh, Jack Give Nicholson. Me. Yes. No. Uh, okay, I don't know the character's name, know. but yes, it was Jack Nicholson. <laughs> All right. How about this one? You're gonna need a bigger boat. Oh, Jaws. Ah. And uh, uh, oh, not Quint, not Quint, the other dude. The other guy. Yes. I don't know, I don't his, know name. his name either. All right. Yeah. This one I expect you guys to both get in unison. Last one. You ready? <gasps> Nobody puts baby in a car. Oh, Jenny dancing. The father. Oh, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it out of my mouth quick father enough. doesn't say that. It's the daughter. Oh, Patrick Swayze. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Nobody puts baby in a corner. My gosh. Oh, that's See, right. The father doesn't say that. Why the father say that? He's the one who put baby yeah. in the corner. He put baby in the corner. <laughs> Only I put baby in the corner. I am the only one. Oh, that was good. That was fun. Well, it's fun. I know. I like yeah, that. I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> you did good, Mom. You did good. It was a good mix. Right. Good mix. Yes, that was a good mix. All right, guys. Let's head back into the riveting conclusion right of right. the seven sentences I wish I read sooner. So to recap you on the uh, episode prior to this, the first one was, these hard times, this pain, these lessons. One day they'll be your strength, your awareness, your blessings. Number two, stop stop expecting honesty from people who lie to themselves. Number three, you never look good trying to make someone look bad. And number four, save your explanations for those that are determined to understand you and give your silence to those that are determined to misunderstand you. So let's continue. The next sentence Your life is too short to be unhappy five days a week in exchange for two days of freedom. Mm. I think I heard an amen from Brittany there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, snaps and all. Solid. I'm going to say I agree with this. However, 
However, I do believe that you can have like an inner joy all the time. Happiness is one thing, but I think joy is something different, if that makes sense. And so I think that even if you are unhappy, I'm not saying that you should stay in that state of unhappiness, but I do think that happiness can be fickle sometimes because it tends to depend on your situation. So usually you're happy if things are going a certain way and you're not happy if things are going another way. Um, And that's just my understanding of the word happy. So maybe other people have a different, I guess, definition of the word. But um, I would say joy is something that you – it's like a state of being. It's something that you can have all the time no matter the circumstances in your life. So I would would differentiate between that. But I agree. I think it boils down to mindset. I think – a lot of people find themselves unhappy because they're unhappy at their job. Mm-hmm. You know, you have every, you know, you're, you're supposed to go to school, go to college, get married, work forever until you retire. First of all, that's just a terrible system. Like <laughs> to retire when you're in your late 60s, 70s, and then only have so many years left to enjoy life. Um, but I think, yeah, it's a mindset type of thing. And maybe take a look. I don't know. It depends on where you are in your life. If you're able to leave your career like I was and find something else because I was unhappy in exchange for those two days of freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think you're right. Not everybody has that freedom. Like, so you might have to find a way to find that joy in, or even happiness in, in the job that you do have, even if it's maybe not the right fit for you because not everybody has that opportunity to just change it. But like we said, we talk about having gratitude and having the right mindset, like you said, Britt. So although I agree with the statement, I do recognize that not everybody has that ability to just exchange, you know, jobs. (laughs) And then um, I also look at it from this perspective. Oftentimes people go for a job because it pays more money. And it's Mm. not necessarily the thing you want to do. I I forgot what the saying is, but it's something about selling your soul for the almighty dollar type of thing. Um, There's no, there's no uh, satisfaction from that. I think only money goes a long way. If you don't enjoy what you're doing, then great. I had this money, but I'm miserable at my job and I'm tired and I'm stressed and I'm anxious and, so forth and so on. I think if you have the opportunity to do what you want to do in life um, and it can bring in money, then then you should do it. And you shouldn't always look at what the payoff is in terms of, you know, can I make a lot of money? If you can, right, and you enjoy doing it, well then heck, bonus for you. But I think far too often people settle for that job because, it's just going to, you know, you either do one of two, two things. You're taking it because it makes a lot of money or you're taking it because you need a job and you need it to pay the bills. That's my take on it. Yeah, I agree. I also think that um, – I think it's really important for people to have an outlet, mm-hmm. um, either a hobby or something that you enjoy doing. I think it's so easy to get, get – excuse me. It's so easy to get caught up in that mom from your blog post, that autopilot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you're working the nine to five job or whatever your hours are and you're always working for someone else and you're never taking the time to do anything for yourself. And that's why I really, I think this health and wellness journey this time around has been more enjoyable and I've been more successful with it because it genuinely is making me happy. You know, I, I'm doing meditations and affirmations and reading and journaling and working out and doing so much for myself that I am genuinely happy. 
So I'm no longer just being unhappy for five days a week in exchange for two days of freedom at the end. I'm enjoying all of my days now because I'm doing something. I have an outlet to make me happy. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I think that's really important. You need to have an outlet. Um, I also think here in this particular situation that we're talking about, it's important to identify why you are unhappy. Because if there is something internal Mm-hmm. going on that's causing the unhappiness, then you will be chasing job after job after job looking for the right fit and you will never find yep. it because the problem actually isn't the job. Yeah. It's you. It's you. So, you know, I, it's important, I think, to do that self-reflection as well. Yeah, I would agree. Definitely. 100%. I mean, I definitely know people who are just unhappy all the time, every day. Oh, I got to work. Oh, I got to do this. And be happy that you're able to have a job. Right. You woke up today. You got here to work. You have a way to make money for you or your family. Like, There's so many things to be grateful about. And I think it's so easy sometimes to get wrapped up in that, that it's hard to see the positive in situations because work can suck. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a huge uh, – what is the word I'm looking for? I support four-day work weeks. I'm a proponent as well. Proponent. That's the word. That's what it should it should just be that. You know, I'm pretty sure it was Tom Ford who was the first person who proposed the nine to five work day. Oh shit. No, I'm just kidding. So boo on you. <laughs> right? It's just it's a, it's I don't know, you're sleeping for however many hours. You work all day. It's just like so much of your day is working for someone else and doing all these things for other people. I had to break myself of that cycle of I have to do something for myself. Yeah. And I see that sometimes with my husband. If I see him starting to get super stressed out, you know, he really likes music. I'm like, well, you know, you're not doing anything for yourself right now. You're constantly at work. So, you know, he's got his his gaming set up now, but you've got, you've got to incorporate something in your life where you can de-stress it. It's not just scrolling through your phone. You have to do something that brings you joy, something that you can let out some stress with, something. Yeah, because you, you know, know what's going to you know what's going to happen? You're going to mm. wake up one day and say, how did I get here? Plug yeah. in for my blog. <laughs> oh. That was a good one. You like that one? It was Sorry, a good I one. interrupted yeah. you, Brittany. I couldn't resist. No, I, I'm glad that you did that. You actually <laughs> mentioned me. I was in that blog, kind of. <laughs> kind of? <laughs> yes. So yeah, I definitely support the four-day work week. I think people, you should just get a day off. It doesn't have to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It can just be whatever day, but let's, let's do that. I actually work for a company that if you like throw an idea out there, um, they'll actually entertain it. One of the things that actually resulted as an idea that the, um, employees had brought up was this, this one, which I love, which I hope I last and they do it is after five years with the company, you get five weeks of paid sabbatical. But the thing is that they're trying to, I guess, I don't want to say that they're trying to do, but I've heard this idea get tossed around is the four day work week. So I would love for that to actually happen because I would definitely be somebody who would be doing the four day work week. I mean, as it is, I think a lot of people work at more than eight hours a day. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So stretching it out to the 10, 10 hours is not going to be that difficult to do. Yeah. So 
Definitely. I think like the That's annoying awesome. thing on a, on a whole would be like kind of like how kids track out here, um, which means they have like the year round school and they have track out. So then they have parents need like childcare for their kids mm-hmm. because they have different. So I think it would be the same kind of problem you'd face is. Yeah, if you're working 10 hours now, like the daycares are going to have to extend for people. So it has to be like a whole society movement. thing. Like everybody, yeah, it has to be like a whole movement where everybody's <laughs> in agreement, everybody supports it, and we do it. I, I think everybody would support, support it. it. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, because it would impact everyone all around. Childcare, well, the only thing it won't ha- impact is maybe school. If you yeah, can choose, schools go to four days a week. It wouldn't be everybody, though, because think about it. Restaurants would still need to be open. So yeah, they wouldn't get right. a four, but they wouldn't get a four day work week. But maybe <laughs> I guess the in, uh, individual individual employees could. But yeah, you have bars and restaurants and you know all the other places that run seven days a week. Would Just think run. what it would do for morale if you could pick one day of the week. It, like so, say your company was like, you know what, everybody gets a one day off a week. What day would you pick if Saturday and Sunday were still there? Yeah, yeah, maybe like a rotating thing. I know, what day would you pick? I would pick Wednesday. That's two days of work, rest, oh, two days up. of work, weekend. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I I like uh, it. <laughs> I like it. I do. <laughs> I, would I, I don't know if I would like that or, or a three-day weekend because I feel like, I don't know about you guys, but Saturday I have running around to do. And then Sunday is like a meal prep and uh, whatever it is I'm trying to finish up. And then I, you know, starts again Monday. So I need that third day to just actually do nothing and relax. So you would pick maybe Monday. Yeah. Hmm. Mom? Any day, honestly, works for me. Any day at all. Take any. Didn't you you say, Mom, your company has uh, mental health days too? Oh, yeah. So... Once a quarter, they do a mental health day where they encourage everyone to log off and focus on some type of self-development. It could be meditating. It could be reading a book. It could be going for a walk. My mental health day is playing Destiny. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. For those of you who don't know, it is a video game, a first-person shooter video game. Yeah, so much fun. So much fun. All right. <laughs> any, la- any last? We went off, really went off tangent on that one. What we're saying is don't be unhappy. Advocate for a four-day work week. Everything will be fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Here we go. The next one of the seven sentences I wish I read sooner. Don't be upset from people you don't respect. I wish that was worded better. Yeah. Because don't get upset. Be with, don't be upset with people you don't respect. Does mm. that make more sense? Or don't mm-hmm. let people you don't respect upset you. Yeah, I like that better. Oh, there you go, too. Yeah, yeah, there we go. I like it. Maybe this dude, we should teach him some grammar. Oh, Bartlett. Well, Mom, this Sorry. brings me back to what you said kind of in the last episode of like, you know, why do I need to explain myself? You know, I can kind of see kind of a correlation there of, okay, so maybe someone is judging the action or whatever I did. Well, first of all, I don't even know you. I don't even, I don't even care about you. Like why, why am I going to let you upset me? Right. It happens all the time on social media. I think people do it on purpose. They'll post things and then they'll start like a fight and then people are just like (laughs) going back and forth like, well, this is this and uh, gosh, everything. 
I always like, I like to sit there, you know, with my popcorn and just like read all the comments. (laughs) What is he going to say? But I never comment. Have you ever, I'm sorry, I'm going to get a little topic here, but have you ever seen somebody post something like, yeah, well, I'm so tired of these comments on Facebook of people getting nasty. And then you go to their page to look for the comment that they're talking about. (laughs) Oh, yes. Somebody posted on Facebook, like I I saw it and they were just like, I'm just so tired of people being mean on Facebook. And I was like, what? What happened? And I went back to their page and I'm scrolling down through their comments to find. Sorry, that was just uh, an aside. No, I've done it. I was an aside. I've definitely done it. Going back to this this um, sentence you w- wish you read sooner, why would you even care if you don't respect somebody? Like, does, doesn't that speak to you as a person? Like, is your self-esteem so low that you need to get validation from somebody you don't even respect? Yeah. I mean, I, hmm. yeah. I'd like to have a conversation with this gentleman who wrote this. <laughs> And ask him. Well, I agree. I guess, but I like. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily agree. And maybe it's like you said. Maybe it's the way in which it was written that it, I don't. I think again, it's something it that needs sense. context because, yeah. like in in general, I think we can all agree that we respect all people. Like in in the yeah. sense that all people deserve respect and dignity and have a right to life and like, you know, like all of those things that people fight for. Like we, we respect humanity as because we're humans, you know? So it's like, I don't, how, what do you mean by I don't respect them? Because oh. I try well, to give respect maybe, to everybody. Maybe if you put it in this context and I hate to bring politics into this, but this is the only way that I can actually like maybe make this sentence work is like, if you don't respect some of the politicians out there, right? Whatever platform they stand for, you know, whatever things are coming out of their mouth, what they're doing, what they're exhibiting, how they're acting in front of the media. If you like, don't respect them, then why would you get upset with them? But I think respect is the wrong word. I think agree is the word because I, when yeah. I mean respect, like if a politician, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to yeah. make it work. I know, but I think like <laughs> if a politician that I disagreed with was in front of me, I still wouldn't disrespect them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but you say, not everyone's like that, though. I guess. I guess. I guess that's. I true. can scroll through my feed on Facebook. And I just see true. so depending on who the president was, you know, it's like a whole yeah. different group of people now that are like, oh my yeah. god, this and oh my god, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. I think it comes down to also just not letting people have that type of power over you. If I let anyone upset me to a point where it's like, I'm get me to the point where I'm upset, then I'm essentially giving them power over yeah. myself, right? Over they're going to dictate now how I'm feeling, my mood, and how I'm going to treat other people. No, I don't think so. So it's not like I don't care because I do care what people think to an extent. I do have a passion and compassion for people. So I would never be like, I don't care what people think about me because I don't think any of us feel that way. Like we we in ways do care what people think, but not enough to change who we are based on what people mm-hmm. think, you know? But um, I would say Mr. – what's his name? That, that Bartlett. Bartlett. Bartlett? <laughs> Um, we, we would we love context. to talk to you about this. We need context. We need context. We respect all people. We disagree with lots and don't let people get you upset. Yeah. I, I would, if I could rewrite you. it, I would say, don't let people you don't even know upset you. Yeah, you go. Yeah. There you go. 
So. And actually to, to just take a different, I always use the word perspective, but have a different facet. I like perspective. Keep using it. All right. Keep using perspective. Don't be upset from how about even people that you do respect. So it's very interesting. I remember that I was giving a presentation to one of the VPs in my old company and he had said something about the presentation or just maybe a a comment. And I'm like, why did he say that? That was so horrible. How could he even say that? And it really upset me. And what I came to the realization is he probably had no idea what the impact is on me with what he said. And he's probably going on his life, living, you know, going on with his day, not even knowing that he had this type of impact on me. And here I am all upset. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. I just, just took it a different direction. No, I, get it. <laughs> I agree. And I think that also and to flip it over when you find people that you do know and do respect mm-hmm. getting you upset. I think it's worth it though to talk about it if it's if it's if it's prominent enough, if it's significant enough because then I just think yeah. you're then I just think it's like a almost like a false peace. Like I think we've talked about this before, yeah. but people often think keeping the peace just means avoid conflict. But I don't think that's true. I think that if there is an actual issue or if there's something that's said that was inappropriate or that was bothersome to you to just brush it off and say, oh, I'm not going to let it bother me when it did bother you. That's yeah. it's almost like creating like a false peace. There is an issue and I respect you enough that I'd like to discuss it. I'd like to talk about it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. This is like okay. from, from Ryan and Jordan's book. I yeah. think it was Ryan's situation where he had a really close friend who didn't agree with something he posted on Instagram or something. And like their whole friendship ended over that. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. he wasn't – he's like, hey, man, you know, can we talk about this? And his friend wasn't willing right. to, yeah. you know, come to terms with that. So, yeah. 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 But we do – would love more context here, Mr. Bartlett. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> All trying. right. Does anybody else have anything to add to don't be upset from people you don't respect? Mm. Other than it needs to be rewritten. <laughs> <laughs> Just reading it again. I was like, ooh, I don't like saying that. <laughs> Okay, the last one. Life is not tiring. Wanting life to be a certain way, but not having the confidence to make it that way is tiring. Mm, I don't Mm. know about this one because I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not because I don't have the confidence to make things a certain way. It's because I'm tired. Um, But... Yeah, I do understand what he's trying to say, though. I think that there's context, certain situations where um, maybe we will complain about things in our life and be tired of things in our life instead of actually trying to make positive change to fix those things. So I think in that context, um, I I would say, yep, yes and amen. I agree. Um, But to just make a blanket statement that life in general, I don't think that this statement is true for every situation in life try to be kind here (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna take the approach of not being kind then you know what's tiring (laughs) you know what grinds my gears gears. (laughs) what do you want Lindsay? what do you want what's tiring is 
hearing people complain and they don't have in it, they don't have it in them to change it. So I won't, mm-hmm. I'm going to drop the confidence piece. Just the fact that, well, if you're so unhappy with something, stop complaining about it. Do something. Do something. Do something. That's what's tiring. To yes. Me. It's easier to <laughs> complain though. It's easier to just be like, oh, I'm just so tired. It's easier. I, I agree with you, mom, because um, if someone comes to me and complains about something, my first response is, okay, so what's your solution? You know, I think so many people just want to complain about things, but not take the time to, okay, so this is making me upset. This is making me unhappy. How do I make sure I don't feel this way anymore? How could I possibly solve this? That's always like my first, okay, so what's your solution? Don't come to me with all your problems. Let's, let's think about solutions here. Yeah. We also went back, going back to episode one or two, I believe we talked about when you go to somebody, make your expectations known. So if you just need to vent and you just feel like you're just having that moment, then say that, Hey, I just need to vent. I don't need advice. I'm not complaining. I just want to vent. Make your expectations known when you're talking to a friend about something. But if you're just going to continuously go and complain about your life and expect nobody to say anything, then that is, it's not going to work. Yeah. I actually saw this, this post going around um, of like how to communicate with your partner or a friend or anybody. And they're coming to you and like, Hey man, I need to talk or, you know, I need to vent. And that person responds and says, do you want, you need advice or do you want me just to listen? Right. It's really, it sounds silly because it's not the normal way to have a conversation, but I am telling you in my marriage, it has been a game changer because like approaching my husband, knowing he's exhausted, sometimes I am just venting and and I know it's not the right time because he's had a long day too and he doesn't want to hear it because he's just tired. But then there are times when I just really need him to listen. I'm just going through something. I need him to listen. And I started to say, Hey, I know you're tired, but I just really need you to listen. And when I say that, he knows and he will focus his attention on me no matter how tired he is and he will listen. But if I just start going off and just venting and talking about every little thing, I can expect that he's going to he's going to turn off. He's not going to listen. You know what I mean? So it's really important to make your expectations known when you're speaking to somebody. It makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah, I did so, that. So going along that. Oh, go ahead. Nope. Go ahead. <laughs> nope. No, nope. Well, I was just gonna say real quick that I, I have done that with uh, one of my coworkers. Uh, one of my, he's my friend, and I like started saying all this stuff to him, and he looked at me for a second. I was like, I just need advice, and he's like, Okay. <laughs> like, he's like, What do you want me to say to you right now? I, like, I just need your advice, please. It makes a difference, and see how it it could have become a weird situation. But as soon as you let him know what you expected out of the conversation, he was right there to meet you know meet the task. Yeah. Okay, mom, go ahead. So this may be a generalization, but I'm going to ask you, ladies, being that you both have spouses, do you think this statement is true that when you have a conversation with your husband, that they try and solve it for you. I know that's very general. No, I'm the solver. <laughs> because sometimes else I'll, I'll say to Steve, like, I, I don't, when I need you to solve something for me, I will tell you, I need you to solve it for me. It's kind of along the same thing that you were saying, Courtney, as far as expectation goes. But if I don't say I don't need you to solve it, I just really need you to, to listen. So I was just curious, like, do you guys find that when you start having a conversation that they'll make suggestions like, well, well, why don't you do this? Or have you tried that? Or, you know, sometimes when I do this, this works and A, B, C, D and E, F, G type of thing. 
but no, you guys don't. No, you just, with the things that just came out of your mouth are all the things that come out of my mouth. I am that (laughs) person. (laughs) (laughs) I I do. I, I try to do better at it. Um, a lot of times I'll be like, Hey, can you help me with something here? Can you like help me? Like I need some help with this. But earlier I had so many things happen today and he had just, he was playing witch queen destiny I like I started talking about all the things that happened that day. Everything, 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 just going on and on and on. And I, you know, I should have started off with like, hey, I just need to like vent about a couple things real quick. You know, listen if you want. I just want to speak out loud to somebody and hear hear these words out loud. <laughs> I was like, going on. I'm like doing all my I'm doing hand gestures, I'm doing all these things. I'm like, hey, this, hey, hey. <laughs> No, but I am that person. He 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 will listen. But if because I thought men generally like to solve problems, especially when your spouse comes to you and may not necessarily be a problem, but something that you're facing or something that you went through, they just I, I thought they were problem solvers, and I didn't know if you guys found that characteristic in your spouses as well. I think it depends on the topic. Mm. Uh, like if it's about the kids or about money or anything like that, he always has something to say. But if it's about something that like is personal to me, no, not really. But it's funny because what I have found is sometimes my expectation changes as I'm talking. So I'll tell him that I just want to vent. And then he's silent afterwards because I told him I just wanted to vent. But then I realized, actually, no, I needed feedback. I need you to give me advice. So he'll just look at me like, Okay. Really? You, you got anything? I'm like, are you gonna say something? You know, and he'll say, "You told me you just wanted me." <laughs> well, I changed my mind. Damn it! Yeah, I, I can do that. It's my prerogative. I hope you were listening. <laughs> I hope you were listening because I need to know what you think. Because per paragraph four of my vent, <laughs> guys, though I do struggle with something that I know that neither of you actually do struggle with. David and I really struggle with the language barrier. Oh, yeah. Oh, we struggle with that, too, Steve and I, because I don't use proper English. Oh, well, welcome to the club. Because sometimes I say things, and he we actually just had this conversation yesterday. He said, sometimes you say things to me, and I just don't know what you're saying. (laughs) And I was like, but then what happens is I get on a roll, and I was like, why don't you stop me? And he's like, because you're on a roll, and I know eventually... Eventually, I'll figure out what you're saying. <laughs> Aww. But I was like, oh, okay, I feel bad because I, I forget. Because I told him, your English really is so good that I don't, I forget that you, yeah. it's not your first language. And yeah. so, I, and I talk a mile a minute, especially if I'm <laughs> very passionate about things. And I speak a lot in like, I don't know the right, like colloquialisms and, and oh, metaphors. And so, so yeah, so I say all these things like, um, you know, this is not what I said, but I have said like kill two birds with a stone. And that's one of the very first things that we like had a laugh about over when we first started <laughs> dating because he was like, what did you say? And I was like, I'm killing two birds with one stone. And he was like, why, why are you killing birds? <laughs> And, and then he was like, and the trajectory you would need to kill two birds with one stone, it's not going to happen. And I was like, well, what do you say? And he's like, we say cook two chickens on one grill. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense because why would you cook 
two chickens on two different grills. <laughs> Wouldn't you cook them all on one grill anyway? So, um, yeah, like things, things like That's that. Funny. Or like he doesn't know the word shindig. So I said to dad once, like, oh, yeah, we're going to, oh, my dad, oh, no, dad was like, what time is the shindig? And I was like, oh, it's like at three. And David was like, what? <laughs> what did you say? And we're like, a shindig. And he was like, what is that? <laughs> oh my so gosh, anyway, that's hilarious. It is really funny. Um, and we get a laugh at it. Like he doesn't get bent out of shape about it or anything like that's that. Good, so though. he laughs at it. But it, I have to be more mindful when I talk to him about like serious things. Because I think I always have to assume that he, he might not understand what I'm saying. So I, I have to like now be aware of that when we talk and and uh i should have always been aware of that we've been together over 10 years but i he never vocalized it before he's just like this, no. the other day he was like sometimes i just don't know what you're saying but i just stick with you because i'll i think i'll end it i'll, I'll eventually understand that's oh so my god that brings me like a conversation i had with steve today he um he loves to talk in acronyms what? and i'm like well, can you say the word first before using the acronym? Example, he, please. Example. I don't even know. I, I, oh, my God. He said something today, and I'm like, what is OC? Everybody knows what OC is. I'm like, really? I'm going to look at the first five people on my text, and I'm going to ask them, do you guys know what OC is? Orange County. I have no idea. Orange County. Orange County is a great I don't, I, don't, I don't even know if it was OC, but it was two letters. O-P, O-C. I, I don't know what it was, but I had no idea. And I'm like, I'm sure. Oh, he's like, that's how educated people talk. I'm like, I guess I'm not educated then. <laughs> you know what OPP means. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> I heard I heard a phrase the other day. I offered, I'm trying to incentivize my team at work to do these trainings. And to incentivize them, I print off these certificates and laminate them with their names on them. Oh Some of them God. love that. I send out a company-wide email that explodes with confetti. <laughs> um, and then I have candy to give out as well. And then gift cards if they do it. And some of them, you know, like some people are just like, I don't want that. I just want the certificate. I'm like, okay, yeah, here it is. And some people are like, I don't care about any of that. I want the candy. Well, anyway, I offered candy to somebody. He's like, nah, I don't want candy. I just had lunch and uh, I don't want my stomach to sound like a pair of boots in the dryer. I was like, excuse me? Come again? You know, not heard that one before. That's what up there with that dude with the one eye. Pointing towards Leatherwood. What about pointing towards Leatherwood? Oh Lord! Okay, we got way off topic. I don't know what we're talking about. Life is not tiring. Wanting to, wanting life to be a certain way, but not having the confidence to make it that way is tiring. I know what I was going to say on this. So Alex and I talk about this. Like, I want to retire in like ten years. I'm thirty. Like, I I want to retire in ten years. I want to travel the world. I want to. Listen, I've got goals, okay, Courtney? I think they're great goals. I those no, I've got my fingers pointing at you right now. <laughs> Lower the brows. <laughs> um, but like I, we want our life to be a certain way. We want to do these certain things. But if I don't start making changes and moves to make that happen, it's never going to happen. Right. And, you know, that's some of the things I'm, I'm working on, some side hustles here and there and all these types of things. But if I want my life to be a certain way and I'm not willing to make any changes to get it there, it's never going to happen. Yeah. I think it's important to point out here too that it might not happen overnight. 
you might no. you have yes. to be willing to wait. Um, yeah. I can say in in my life, similar to you, Brittany, what you're talking about, years ago, I wanted to live a certain way and do certain things. And David was very, no, we got to pay down these credit cards. We have to do this. We have to do that. And I, we didn't have the little ones yet. We just had Sammy. So I just felt like all this freedom to just do, you know, let's buy a nice car and let's do this and let's go here and do that. And we did do some of those things, but definitely not to the extent that I had wanted to do them. Um, and now here we are six, seven years later buying a house and, you know, I'm obviously not going to share all of the details, but I will tell you that every single mortgage broker that we speak to tells us that we are every mortgage broker's dream. Just everything that we have set up financially for ourselves, we're in perfect condition right now, perfect shape to buy a house. But had nice. he not had that discipline years ago to start building up our credit and, and saving, putting money away in savings and paying down debt to get here, it was a long wait. Yeah. It, it didn't have immediate yeah. payoff. Immediately in the moment, it would piss me off. Because I'd be like, no, I, I want to go to Disney. No, I want to go here. I want to go there. Let's go do it. We have the money to do it. Let's go. And like I said, we did do some things. Like we went you know, to different places, but it wasn't to the extent that I wanted to. Um, but I'm grateful for it now because I'm grateful that he had that discipline because it's paying, paying for itself now. Yeah. Yep. That is true. All right. Does anybody else have anything to add? Mm-hmm. So to recap, the seven sentences I wish I had read sooner. Number one, these hard times, this pain, these lessons, one day they will be your strength, your awareness, your blessings. Number two, stop expecting honesty from people who lie to themselves. Number three, you never look good trying to make someone look bad. Number four, save your explanations for those that are determined to understand you and give your silence to those who are determined to misunderstand you. Number five, your life is too short to be unhappy five days a week in exchange for two days of freedom. Number six, don't be upset from people you don't respect, the one we don't like. (laughs) And the last one, number seven, life is not tiring. Wanting life to be a certain way, but not having the confidence to make it that way is tiring. All right, ladies, lasses, are we done for the evening? We're quite done. We're quite done. All right. Yes. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our podcast today. We really do appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. Uh, We'd be nowhere without our fans. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) But please make sure you continue to support us by subscribing to our podcast as well as rating us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please give us those stars, rate us, share us, so we can continue to share these tips and tricks and reach out to other people who might benefit from these. If you love, love, love this episode, please share this on your Instagram stories and tag us at wayward underscore lasses. And if you're not following us on Instagram, um, hello. What, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Hello. Follow doing? us. Follow us so that you can stay up to date on the tips, tricks, and short stories that we share or send us, send us some love on our Wayward Lasses Facebook community page. Don't forget, if there's a topic you'd love for us to cover, email us at waywardlasses at gmail.com. And we have a website, www.waywardlasses.com. Mom's got an awesome blog that she is updating every single week. One of them made me cry. I already talked to her about that. But it's so good. Lots of great information. And uh, her first post actually is helping me set up my macros properly. She helped me do some math the other day. That was really nice of her. <laughs> we have a shop where you can buy some random things. We have t-shirts, a pillow, a, a coffee mug, a face mask. We're adding some variety there. 
but get your wayward last gear. Come on, guys. Um, and you can also listen to our podcast, and we have some other free resources available for you on there. Courtney, would you like to close us out for the evening? All right, then. <laughs> oh, here we are with the accents. Are we doing those? <laughs> doing those. All right, sweetheart. Okay. I'll close us out for the night. Thank you, everyone, once again for joining us. Until next time, we are the Wayward Lasses, reminding you to keep it real. Bye bye. Stay classy. Bye. Keep it real. <gasps> keep it real at the end. Oh, no, I, I like by. Stay classy, San Diego. I like <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.